Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Hello. So I want to start today by asking you a question. Um, What is it that you want? If you could have anything, what would it be? Lose those last 10 pounds, travel more, find a spouse, have your dream job, have a child, be less stressed. Do you want more free time? If something specific came to mind, uh, the things that you want, you're actually blessed because many times we don't actually know what we want. I got to this place of not knowing what I wanted and felt ashamed that I hadn't, that I had got to that point, which honestly made me want to figure it out less. (laughs) Um, because it was hard and I'd focus on everyone and what they needed so much more than what I needed. We had moved several times. I had two young children and I was volunteering at my church, um, as well as with some teen moms. And I was so good at helping everyone else figure out what they wanted and how to achieve it, that I forgot how to figure out what I wanted and how to achieve it. As a teenager, I had actually written out a list of all the things that I wanted when I grew up. And the good, bad thing was that I hadn't come up with many aspirations after getting married and having kids. I had traveled, learned jujitsu, earned my master's degree, worked several really cool jobs, and even had lost the weight that I'd been wanting to. I had all the things and then realized that God still had more for me. But I was so focused on accomplishing those things and taking care of everyone else, checking up all the boxes that I lost myself and didn't know what I wanted next. So like any high achiever, I went on a journey to figure it out. I read books, invited women I respected out to coffee to learn how they figured out what they wanted in life. I listened to podcasts, prayed, read the Bible and journaled. I did all the things. And finally, I had a breakthrough. And the breakthrough came over a several period, like several year period of time. Like it wasn't like instantaneous. It was like itty bitty little things, small incremental steps. And then all of a sudden it all came together and I was like, okay. And this epiphany aligned with what I had been doing my entire life. I just hadn't really seen it. Right. And it was wanting to help women feel less stressed, wanting to help them create order in their life. Um, But I didn't know how to do this. Right. At least I had kind of what it was that I wanted to do. So I went back to my research and after researching what it would take to be a counselor, a case manager or other roles in the helping field, I settled on life coaching. And what I love about life coaching is that it is focused on helping you move forward in your life instead of focusing on the problems in the past. So I decided to take a life coaching one-on-one class. And that inspired me to start my life coaching business. And this was a several year process. Um, Finding your what will be challenging, but it is worth it. What you'll find is that it'll continually evolve too, as you evolve as a person, which is why the life edit process is so helpful. It focuses on who you are, what you want, and how to get it. No matter what season of life you're in, you can run your thoughts through this process and get clarity on that order. And so it's easier to take action and get the results that you want so you can get the transformation. I'm going to share with you how to figure out your what. And if you don't already know what it is, that is okay. Um, Because again, I've been at that point and I think we all will get 
at that point sometime in our life. It is an ever evolving what. So if right now you've got it nailed down, awesome. Still listen in because maybe you can help someone that doesn't know what their what is. Um, but if you're like me in the past and I've been like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. What am I supposed to do when I grow up? Here are some strategies. So to want something is to desire something for how it benefits you. We don't typically want something that hurts us and only has negative repercussions. We want chocolate because it tastes good and it satisfies us. We want to lose those last pounds because we want to fit into that swimsuit and feel confident. We want to have purpose in our daily life. So we feel like we're needed. God created us to want things. He created us to want the things he wants for us. That's when we know when we're on the right path, when our desires match his, we feel like we're in flow, like life is going to be okay, even if life is a little crazy. And there's still a sense of calm because you know God is in it. It's when our aspirations and desires and wants are outside and not aligned with who God is, is when we feel unsettled, discontent, and disconnected from our life, our loved ones. We have three areas we want things for. We want them for our body, our mind, and our soul. All our wants can be boiled down to these three elements since they make up our entire being. Our body communicates what's going on externally to what's going on internally. Our mind communicates what's going on internally to what's going on externally. And our soul is what connects it all and helps us navigate it. Whether or not you believe in God, most people have a sense that there's something bigger than us that speaks to our heart. Sometimes we can have everything we want and still feel off. That is when our soul needs to be nourished and God is waiting patiently for us to turn to him. The mind, body, and soul gives us information when it's working well and when it's not. We operate at our highest capacity when these three elements are in sync. So when our body is healthy. We have more energy to do the things we want. When our mind is healthy, we have more creativity, patience, and motivation. And when our soul is healthy, we have more joy, purpose, and confidence. Getting these three elements to healthy levels is an ongoing process. To operate at your fullest, you must be aware of what your mind, body, and soul wants. To start out, you must figure out where you already are. Okay. So how does your body feel right now? Do you feel strong and healthy? Are you feeling kind of delicate and tired? Now I want you to think about your mind right now. Are you feeling creative and clear or is your mind feeling cluttered and it's paralyzing you from taking any action or are you just enjoying listening to me? <laughs> and how does your soul feel right now? Do you feel aligned with who God made you to be? Do you feel like you are living out your purpose? So tune into your energy levels and your mindset and your overall view of life. This is what will help you figure out what you want. Sometimes we don't know exactly what we want, but we do know the things that we don't want, right? So we kind of took a, a status of where we're at now. So let's think about the things that we don't want, right? And that's the first strategy. Make a list. It sounds so silly. You know, a lot of times we make lists of our dreams and our desires. Well, maybe make a don't list of the things you don't want just to remind yourself, right? You don't want to be stressed all the time. You don't want to constantly be losing those last 10 pounds. You don't want to be disorganized. You don't want to be working 60 to 80 hours a week. You don't want to be insignificant or lonely or have a cluttered mind or house. Sometimes looking at the flip side of things will get our mind creative and spark new thoughts. So if there is something that has come to mind when you thought about the things that you don't want, 
write down what it is that you do want. Now, the second strategy is to figure out how you would want to spend one day if there were no limits, responsibilities, pressures, or expectations. That one day is to be filled with only things that make you happy. And you can do whatever you want on that day and make it however long or short of a day. You have limitless money and you don't have to pay it back. So what would you do? Who would you spend it with? What fun things would you try if you couldn't fail, disappoint anyone, or get hurt? And how would it make you feel to have a day like this? Maybe even a life? Allowing yourself to daydream about these things is healthy. God wants us to dream and explore desires of our hearts. Be aware if judgments start to creep in, though. Sometimes we don't dream because we get sad about what we don't think we can have. If you find yourself slipping into those swamps of sadness, uh, take stock of what you already have and be thankful for that. Many of us are so blessed already. We can find at least one thing we're grateful for. So it's okay to dream big. It's also okay to acknowledge where we're at. But when we see that there's a huge gap, that's when we need to take charge, right? That's why it's so important to identify what we want because God has put desires in our heart to to move forward in those desires. And so we have to see that maybe we're not quite there yet. We're not someplace bad, but there's also a better place for us. So the other strategy, the third strategy, I define out what you want is to get really honest with yourself and ask, who am I envious of? What do I want that they have? Now, I know that envy is not a pleasant emotion and it's not someplace that I want you to like stick around and and think about a lot. However, if you aren't sure what you want, like really the first two strategies hasn't helped you think about who you're jealous of, who you're envious of, right? And so envy is this idea that someone has something that you want, right? It's not that you want to take away something so they have less. It's just something that you desire, right? Do you want to be the stay-at-home mom? Do you not want to be the stay-at-home mom when you want to go work? Do you want to exercise more? And you see this woman and she's always out running and you've always wanted to learn to run. What is that thing that you want that you've been kind of envious of others? Allow yourself to think about the last time you felt that twinge of envy and reflect on what it was that you specifically wanted. To want is to be human. To push aside your own desires and aspirations isn't being heroic or a martyr. It's actually denying who God made you. I realize that many people are privileged to get what they want sooner and easier than others, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't want things. In Psalms, it tells us to seek God and he'll give us the desires of our hearts. We were created on purpose and with a purpose to want things. The dream in your heart you've desired for a long time isn't there on accident. It is put there just for you to achieve your own unique way in your own unique time. The life edit process is all about creating order in your life. The best way to do that is to remember the master of order, who's God. He wants you to know whose you are, who you are, what you want, and how to get it. In the next podcast, I'm going to share the secret sauce on how to get what you want. Thank you for listening. And if you found this encouraging, I would love if you would rate my podcast five stars. Thanks so much and making an intentional day.